0: Introducing Enhancement Marketing. Hi, and welcome to The Voice in My Head for Monday, September the 12th, the third episode of Season 2. My name's Neil Headley. For a while now, anyone familiar with this space has caught me talking a lot about the current state of, well, I guess it's the current state of connection. The global population is on track to hit 8 billion people in about two months from this episode. And while there are more of us than ever before, you can make the argument that as a people, we've never been lonelier. Sure, part of that came as a result of COVID, and one of the worst turns of phrase in the history of the English language, social distancing. Ugh. Soon as those two words caught on and gained traction in the media, I knew we would come to regret them. There was this tiny group who favored the term physical distancing in SEDED, and even in the earliest days of the pandemic, I was using my various you know, platforms to urge people to think about the fact that our social game was in more need of polish than ever before. Yes, I argued we had to be apart physically, but there might be an even bigger price to pay if we lost the ability to connect. It's something that I've been witnessing for a while. Effective communication has been at the core of everything that I am since that third grade speech I gave to help my classmates learn a particular regional dialect that's specific to the Northeast of England. My wife and our four-year-old will tell you that I still have a ton of work to do in terms of getting my communication game to where I want it to be, especially in those moments where you don't get the time to come up with a first draft of what you're going to say, you know, review it edit it, get it nicely polished, then before it comes out of your mouth. I promise you and them that I'm working on that. But in those times when we do get to calculate our words and their impact, I see us falling far short. We see it all the time. Political figures and the reporters who cover them deliberately choosing the most provocative words instead of the most effective and helpful ones toward connecting people with the process of governance. The endless hot takes and half-baked opinions that have turned Twitter into a cesspool where the goal is to get the most clicks and not to forge the strongest connections. Advertisers and marketers who decided it's more important to use bots to attract other bots than to connect with the actual humans who will ultimately then put food on their tables. Seth Godin who is, for my money, perhaps the wisest marketing voice of a generation, talks about something that he calls interruption marketing. He talks about it almost like a garden hose. You're enjoying something. It could be anything from a TV show to a drive in the country. And you're drinking it all in when a marketer suddenly comes along and puts a kink in the hose, insisting that whatever it is they're about to tell you is far more important than whatever it is you were experiencing and enjoying, and they don't unkink the hose until they're done talking to you. Starting today, I'm hoping to change that with something that I call enhancement marketing, and I want you to join me for the ride because there is plenty of room on this ride for everybody. Enhancement marketing isn't just a copywriting course. I mean, I think it's a seismic shift in the way that we communicate. With apologies to Liam Neeson and his Brian Mills character in the movie Taken, it's a shift that requires a particular set of skills. And as with so many skills, true mastery requires guidance. Enhancement marketing, to borrow a phrase from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, begins with the end in mind. And if you think that as marketers, the end that we're after is to get the sale, Then you are quite possibly part of the problem. Rock and roll bands will tell you that fans are far more important than sales. Concern yourself with making sales and you'll do okay. Work instead on cultivating fans, then you got something. Fans will buy everything, even that questionable farm animal themed album you did a couple of years back. Look, your fans don't just love your album, they love you. And perhaps most importantly, they will happily evangelize on your behalf. Why? Because they feel connected to you and they want to share that connection with their connections. That's the sweet spot for enhancement marketing. It starts with service, whether you want to call them the audience, the customer, the constituents, whatever. Serving your audience is the most important thing. It's the filter that everything has to pass through. When you're having a sale, you're not just walking around with a price gun and checking off boxes. You're thinking of your audience and serving them by discounting the things that matter to them, not to your regional VP. You're discounting those things enough that it actually hurts a little instead of just, you know, figuring out the minimum price reduction that will legitimately allow you to call it a sale. You're legitimately picturing a customer who is so excited by the discount that they will call a friend to tell them about it. If you have never imagined one of your customers being so excited that they will call a friend to tell them about something you're doing at your store, it means your store has never done anything interesting enough to talk about. When it comes to your advertising and marketing efforts, you might see the greatest impact of all. Enhancement marketing means that instead of hitting the skip button when your YouTube ad comes on, Somebody thought it was so good that they found it and shared it on Facebook so that their friends could see it. It means that when a host-read ad comes up on your podcast, somebody somewhere hits the back button, disconnects their AirPods, and then plays it out loud for their partner. They stop to take a picture of your billboard on the side of the road. They rip out the page that's got your ad on it from the magazine in the doctor's office. Now, most of us, sadly, have been conditioned to believe that those kind of reactions aren't possible unless, you know, it's Super Bowl Sunday. We become so used to interruption marketing and copy that doesn't care about us that we've forgotten there's another way. Fun fact, it costs just as much to write a commercial that runs in the Super Bowl as it does to write one that runs on a local cable access station in Minot, North Dakota at three in the morning sure, there's a bigger cost to run it in the football game. There's often a bigger cost to get it produced. But the only thing you need to write a good ad, whether it runs on a football game or a Facebook group, is a particular set of skills. And that's where I come in. Enhancement marketing is a modified version of a postgraduate writing program that I developed and taught at Humber College in Toronto, Canada. Now, when I say modified, it's for a few kind of obvious reasons. First of all, it's online, not in a brick-and-mortar institution of higher learning. Instead of participating with a live class, you're consuming that content after it's been distilled down into five impactful one-hour sessions. But just because the instruction happens on video does not make it a robo-course. I have seen so many courses that are completely self-contained. You watch the videos, you do the multiple choice quizzes, and then you move on. I mean, to me, that's like buying a book that promises to teach you how to be a better golfer. If you want to be a better golfer, the best thing you can do is have a coach who will look at your swing and help you fix it. Maybe it's how you're holding the club. Maybe it's the angle of your back, the position of your feet, the height of your backswing. Maybe it's the fact that you should probably be playing a different sport altogether but you'll never get the answers to any of those questions from a book. And quite frankly, you won't get them from a video series either. At the end of every one of our sessions, I'll give you at least one assignment. And that piece has to be completed and evaluated by me before the next session even becomes available to you. As a result, you're getting constant, consistent, personalized feedback on every element of the course. By a conservative estimate, I would say that every student enrolled in this course gets at least four to six hours of individualized attention and feedback on top of the video content. And there's a final assignment that includes you and I having a one-on-one marketing strategy meeting. You don't get that from a series of videos that you can watch in a handful of hours. I think the personalized attention is unusual in the online course world. Another thing I think is unusual is that once you've completed the course, you can join an affiliate program where you can put your newfound skills to the test. You get this exclusive referral code. And when somebody signs up and completes the course because you sent them, I'll send you 50 bucks. Have you sharpened your skills enough to convince somebody else to take the course? We'll see. For our best students who are interested in picking up some additional freelance work, listen, we're happy to steer you whatever extra stuff we can. And there's a private message group for graduating students to connect, collaborate, and continue their development as well. There's nothing but a win here, for you, for me, maybe even for the way that people connect with one another. I mean, don't laugh. The pen is mightier than the sword, says the play from the 1830s. And especially at a time when people seem inclined to reach for the swords first, there will always be demand for those who can skillfully wield the pen. Starting right now, the Enhancement Marketing Program is available for pre-sale. Now The course itself goes live October the 1st, but if you enroll before then by going to EnhancementMarketing.com, that's EnhancementMarketing.com, We'll take the usual enrollment fee of two hundred and forty-nine dollars, and we'll cut that down to ninety-nine bucks. I hope to see you in class. That puts the wraps on this third episode of season two of The Voice in My Head. And listen, a quick shout out to Wild West Josh, who took the extraordinary step of buying me three virtual coffees and attached a note that says, "Hey Neil." Just wanted to say I've recently discovered your podcast and as someone who is determined to somehow build a career around my podcast and hopefully dip my toes into the world of voiceover, the info you're providing is definitely helpful. It's refreshing to hear from someone with the decades of experience. Please keep up the work, sir. Josh. Josh, thanks. Now listen, if you want to join me and Josh now for a virtual coffee, just head to buymeacoffee.com slash nop. And NOP is spelled K-N-O-P-P. If you want to reach me directly, you can drop me an email to discuss the course, what you've heard here, whatever else is on your mind. I'm happy to help. My email address, neil, that's N-E-I-L, at Knopstudios.com. Till next time, thanks for listening to The Voice in My Head. I'm Neil Headley.